It's time for recipe of the day. Today's lasagna casserole is a total game changer. There's no layering. There's no even pre-cooking or pre-making anything. The meat, the pasta, everything is getting mixed together. And then somehow it bakes and comes out sort of seeming like layers with perfect square portions you can cut out and serve. It gets even better when it's been in the fridge for a day. So you've got to try this for a potluck or for an easy weeknight dinner, or if you're just craving lasagna and you don't feel like doing all those individual steps. You know what I mean. You have to make your meat sauce. You have to boil your noodles. You have to then do some kind of ricotta mixture. Then you have to layer it all. All of that. No, none of it. It's going to be so easy. You're not going to believe it. And it's so good. Okay. So a little bit about what I'm doing to make this so easy. For the meat, I'm using a pre-cooked Italian sausage. You know, in like the lunch meat section of the grocery store where there are those different like sausage links that are Asiago and spinach. I think like one of the brands is like Adele, something like that. You can go and find the Italian one in there. They're already fully cooked. So you're just going to like cube them up, you know, slice each link in half lengthwise, maybe in quarters lengthwise, and then chop it through to cube it up. So you're putting that in there for the meat, no pre-cooking. And then similarly, because I want this recipe to be so quick to assemble and get into the oven, to make the sauce, I'm not doing any aromatics being sauteed. I'm not doing any chopping up of an onion and sauteing it with oil, nothing like that. Just get a nice marinara sauce, one of the ones that maybe has some of those vegetables or vegetable flavors in it. Not necessary, but that will help. That kind of tomato sauce, and you're just mixing that chopped up sausage in with that, and that's going to be your meat sauce. Of course, if you wanted to, you could cook up some ground beef. You could do some leftover chicken in there instead. Anything like that is going to work, but if you are just grabbing things at the grocery store, you're making your grocery list, and you want to make this easy dinner, do that Italian sausage and that basic sauce. For the pasta, I am using lasagna noodles that I just break up. So you get that bowl of that meat sauce and you break up the lasagna noodles over top of it. And those broken up lasagna noodles, once they're mixed with everything and then you put them in the pan, they actually end up seeming like there's layers in there. Like, I don't think anybody's going to be completely fooled. But if you don't say anything and you just serve somebody a portion of this, they might think it was normally made lasagna. Like, it's kind of like that. A couple more things about the ingredients before I explain exactly how to make this. I'm using pre-shredded mozzarella cheese. No time to even shred anything here. And I'm not doing multiple kinds of cheese except the ricotta, which I'm going to tell you about in a second. And that's just because actually my family doesn't love Parmesan cheese as much as I do. So I'm not adding anything to the mozzarella, but you could use one of those Italian mixes. You could mix in some Parmesan cheese. That is fine. Getting the pre-shredded is going to save you time. But if you've got a block of mozzarella, shred it up yourself. That's cool too. Okay. Then finally, the ricotta. I like to get a ricotta that's really smooth that doesn't have curds in it. And then I actually mix some nice flavors to it so it's not just plain. And I have found in my life that people who claim to not like ricotta do like it better when it is well-seasoned. So if you have any ricotta haters in your house, give this a try. It might surprise you. It might surprise them. So what I am doing is I am taking that ricotta and I am adding some salt, some pepper, and some garlic powder to it. And then also an egg. And that's going to mix all around in there. The the egg just kind of helps to keep it forming a layer on top of the other ingredients and not just soaking in because it's going to sort of set it up. I'm also going to say before you add the egg, what I like to do is stir the ricotta up with the seasonings and taste it. It should taste delicious. If it doesn't taste delicious, add a little more salt add a little more garlic powder, add some Italian seasoning. You want that ricotta even by itself to taste so good. 
and then it's going to taste so good with the rest of it, you know? Okay, I've already pretty much explained most of it to you, so I'm sure you already have an idea of how to make it, but I'm going to go through the steps quickly for you just in case. So you're going to preheat the oven to 375 degrees Fahrenheit, and then you're going to get a 9 by 13 like cake pan and spray it with some cooking spray. And while you have that cooking spray out, get a nice big piece of aluminum foil and spray one side of it. We're going to be putting that on top of the casserole before it goes into the oven, and that cooking spray on there is going to stop any cheese from sort of burning, melting and burning onto the foil. See what I mean? Okay, so set that foil aside, and then you're going to get out a medium-sized bowl. That's where you're making your ricotta mixture. So like I said, you're mixing some seasonings with the ricotta. It's a 15-ounce container of whole milk ricotta with a teaspoon of salt, a teaspoon of garlic powder, and an eighth of a teaspoon of black pepper. Give it a stir, give it a taste, and then mix in an egg and stir that in. Set that aside. Then you pour your tomato sauce, that nicely flavored tomato sauce that you've got. You need a 24-ounce jar of it into a large bowl. And then I'm going to say, take a half a cup of water and add it to that jar that the marinara was in. Put the lid on and swish it all around because you want to get all of the tomato goodness out of there. Then pour that into the sauce. And then you're actually adding another whole cup of water in there. So it's one and a half cups of water total. Half of it went into the jar that you swished around and then one cup into the sauce mixture itself. Stir that around. That extra water in there is going to help the lasagna noodles cook because we are not pre-boiling them first. So they need quite a bit of liquid in this mixture so that they're going to stop being dry, soak up the liquid, and cook properly. Okay, to that sauce, you are adding that sausage I told you about. 12 ounces of pre-cooked Italian-style sausage chopped up, and you're also adding two cups of shredded mozzarella cheese. Stir that up, and then you're going to take two to three uncooked lasagna noodles, and these can be plain old basic lasagna noodles, or they could be the no-boil ones or the oven-ready ones. Any kind of lasagna noodle is going to work. We've put enough liquid in there. It's going to take care of it. So you're going to hold two to three of those noodles over top of your bowl of sauce and just roughly break the noodles into two-inch pieces or shards. They're going to be uneven. That's totally fine. Then repeat with the remaining noodles. You're using an entire container of those lasagna noodles, 12 ounces, and they're uncooked. You don't have to pre-cook them, right? Okay, once you've broken all the noodles into there, stir them really well. You want to make sure that every single bit of every noodle has some sauce on it, okay? Then you are transferring that to that 13 by 9 cake pan that you already sprayed with some cooking spray. Then you're going to get your ricotta cheese mixture and you're going to dollop it on top. I do kind of like eight dollops evenly spaced over the noodle mixture and then spread it out nice and evenly. Then top it with another one and a half cups of shredded mozzarella and then you're going to cover it with that foil, the sprayed side down. Really make sure it's crimped really well. You really need the steam to build up in there to help cook everything everything properly and you're baking it in that 375 degree oven for 50 minutes, 5-0. And I know if you're thinking, wow, that's a long time. I thought she said this was easy. I promise that assembly that I just took you through, it is at most 10 minutes, more like probably five or six minutes. It is so quick. You're just mixing things together and getting it into the pan. Then you slide it into the oven for that 50 minutes, pour yourself a glass of wine, go do some laundry, read a book, have a conversation with somebody that you love, and then come back after the 50 minutes, take the foil off, let it bake in there for a little bit longer, 10 to 15 minutes until the cheese is just starting to brown in places. Then, crucially, take it out of the oven and let it rest for 15 minutes. Don't skip this. It is uncovered and it's resting for 15 minutes. That time allows some of the extra liquid to kind of evaporate out 
out. It also lets the liquid in there settle down and stop simmering and just kind of absorb into everything. You are not going to believe it. After those 15 minutes, you're going to be able to cut these into squares that come right out and serve like lasagna. They look beautiful. They taste delicious. People are even going to like that ricotta, even if you thought they weren't going to. And you're going to be really happy that you made this for dinner. I'm going to put this link in the show notes, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get the link to the recipe there. If you love this recipe as much as I do, make sure you go give it a five-star rating and a comment that helps other people find it. And it lets me know that you love it. And I really love finding out that you're listening and reading my recipes and making them. I'm Christine Pittman from Cook the Story. Let's get cooking.